قال الله تبارك وتعالى في كتاب العزيز والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الذين سبقت لهم من الحسن أولئك عنها مبعدون لا يسمعون حسيسها وهم في مشتهد أنفسهم خالدون وقال تعالى في مقام آخر فمن فمن زحزح عن النار وأدخل الجنة فقد فاز وما الحياة الدنيا إلا متاع الغرور وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من قام ليلة القدر إيمانا وإحتسابا وغفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اتقوا النار ولو بشق تمرة صدق الله العلي العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين My dear respected brothers and elders, mothers and sisters Alhamdulillah, it is a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to be Muslim and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to benefit from the month of Ramadan as much as we have benefited so far and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has truly given us the greatest blessing that any human being can ever have by giving us the ability to know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is by giving us the ability to believe and proclaim that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our Lord because no matter what you have in this world even if you have everything of this world everything that a person can imagine and you know times 10 imagine you're the richest person that the humanity ever saw times 10 but then what what's going to happen after that you're going to die one day i'm going to die one day and no matter how rich you were no matter how big of a position you had no matter the kind of luxurious life you lived no matter the kind of car you drove doesn't matter what kind of house you lived in and how many beautiful women you had in your life all of those things are not going to matter because what every single atom that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created every single atom Everything that is created will be perished, will come to non-existence one day. Everything. So that means, most importantly, us as human beings, a hundred years ago, you know, if you look at the history of human beings, right, who are those people who were, you know, the best people or whatever, a hundred, two hundred years ago? How many people talk about them today, right? If you look at 500 years ago, who knows who was there, who was not there, right? If you look at a thousand years ago. So the more you think about, the more you look in the past, you know, you see that how insignificant you are in this, you know, cosmos that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. And you're... The existence that we have, if you look at, you know, 
we have the Hubble telescope now, right? And we see all this amazing and magnanimous creations that Allah created in the form of different exoplanets and galaxies and whatnot. And we just think about myself compared to just the galaxy that I live in. I'm non-existent. So we are literally like, you know, how you see particles of dust when you have sunlight. It's we are literally specks in the universe, not even specks. That's our reality. And if we want, if any speck in this cosmos wants to become known, or in other words, let me use this, wants to become immortal, the only way for that to happen is for this limited mortal speck in the cosmos to get connected to the only immortal and the only eternal, that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whatever gets connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it remains forever. It remains forever. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the example of Anbiya alayhi Every single day, Let's take the example of Ibrahim Every single day, each and every one of us, when we pray Salah, let's say outside Salah, we should, by the way, as Muslims, all the time, at least 100 to 300 times a day, we should send Salawat on the Prophet May Allah give us tawfiq. Say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the best durood that the Prophet taught us is durood Ibrahimiyyah, right? Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. So because Ibrahim alayhi salam and his family, Hajar and Ismail, they connected themselves to the only eternal that is there. Who is that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made their remembrance immortal. Yes or no? Every single day we remember them. How many thousands of years ago Ibrahim salam came, right? We don't even know. How many thousands of years ago? But every single day, several times a day, more than two billion people on the face of this earth are remembering him and his family. SubhanAllah. Isn't that in a way immortality? That you are being remembered, right? And you came thousands of years ago. Who are the other people from his time people remember? Nobody. Who are the people, of, you know, likewise you look at the Prophet ﷺ, we remember him every day. We remember the Sahaba and the legacy of the Sahaba and the pious predecessors and the awliya and the muttaqeen and the salihin and the shuhada. Why? Not because they were in it in themselves as something, because they connected themselves to the only eternal. That is who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ramadan has the value it has as a month. It is because Ramadan is connected to the sifa, right? To the attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is what? Kalamullahi ta'ala. Ramadan is connected to the Quran, which is the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whenever anything becomes mawsuf, sifa with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes eternal. Right. And it has value. Then and then 
any speck in this cosmos, any molecule, any atom, any particle will have value when that particle will have association with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we as Muslims want to be successful and want to be recognized, want to be our lives to mean something, this is what we should want. Ramadan is about that. Ramadan is to help us prepare, get connected to the only eternal. And wallahi, this is the only chance in the entire eternity we have to connect ourselves to the eternal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because after this, we will not get a second chance. On the day of judgment, people will say, when they will see everything, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, he narrates, Allah says, Rabbana Abusarna. Oh Allah, now I see everything. I hear everything. Farjana. Please send us back. Now I'm gonna do good deeds, inshallah. Now I'm going to make sure I keep my eyes down. I'm gonna make sure my ears, you know, don't hear things they shouldn't. My hands don't do what they shouldn't, my feet don't go where they shouldn't, and so on and so forth. But is that going to happen? Are we going to get that opportunity? No. There's only one opportunity in eternity to please the eternal. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the life of this world, my brothers and sisters. We don't value the life of this world. Ramadan comes and Ramadan goes. It's just another food fest that came and left. So we should think Ramadan is here to, for me to use this opportunity in return, uh, that I have to connect myself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that I can mean something. My life can mean something. And the true success that a Muslim can get, the true purpose of a Muslim's life is to get فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَانِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ Allah says, whoever is able to get salvation from the hellfire and get entrance into Jannah, that is the person who is successful. And this last 10 days of Ramadan is about deliverance from the hellfire. So do whatever you can do in your capacity, whatever is possible from good deeds. The Prophet ﷺ said, do not belittle any good deed that you do. Do not belittle it. And do not belittle the good deeds of other people. Don't look down on other people. Look into your own self. Look in the mirror before you look at someone else. Before you tell your wife and your kids what to do, how to do and how to behave and how to be and, and so on and so forth. First look at yourself and see what you're doing. What I am doing. In order to change myself and in order to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? So this, the Prophet ﷺ would encourage himself, obviously... And his community, right, through his example, living example, but he would also gently and compassionately encourage his wives to do more ibadah in the month of Ramadan, not less ibadah. He didn't give them a big and long, super long menu. That in the first 10 days, this is my menu. Second 10 days, this is my menu. Third 10 days, this is my menu. 27th times 2. Women don't have to do ibadah, right? What do you guys think? No, I don't think so. They, their ibadah is cooking biryani probably. Right? That's what we think. 
They are just as much as a human as you and me, and they also have to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to facilitate it for them. And we don't. It's very sad. So as a community, we need to change our mindset. So I need to facilitate ibadah for myself and my family. Right? What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Qoo anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. He didn't say just anfusakum. So you have to save yourself and your family from the fire of Jahannam. So we are in the last 10 nights of Ramadan and it's almost done. The half of the last 10 days of Ramadan now. So it's extremely important that we cry in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who don't even hear the crackling of the fire on the day of judgment. Say ameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught to Aisha radiallahu anha in this beautiful dua when she asked, O Prophet of Allah, what should I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if I find Laylatul Qadr? Allahumma innaka afuun kareem tuhibbul affa fa'fu anna ya kareem. Say ameen. So this is the dua that we should constantly be making as much as possible in the last 10 days of Ramadan. And don't just make, make du'as in general. When you make du'a, don't make du'a in a state that you're completely oblivious. You're making du'a Rabbana atina fi dunya What does it mean? You don't even know what the du'a means. So when you make du'a, make du'a with your heart in it. Right? Think you're, that your life depends on this du'a. Because your life and my life, it truly depends on us getting salvation from the hellfire. It does. So when we make dua, inshallah, in these last few moments of Ramadan that we have, make this dua, Allahumma innaka afuun kareem, tuhibbul afa fa'fu anna ya kareem, with tears in your eyes. If you cannot cry, the Prophet ﷺ said, act as if you're crying. As they say in English, fake it till you make it. Try your best. Have a conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You and you alone. Sit in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Confess to the sins that we have done. Have hope in yourself and hope in the Muslim ummah. And most importantly, have hope in the maghfirah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is afuun kareem. That's what the Prophet is teaching us. That shaitan's message and shaitan's I, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, tool is that he will make you hopeless. He'll make you what? Hopeless. Oh, I did so many sins. Uh, I, I, I didn't value so many Ramadan. I didn't value this Ramadan. I didn't do anything. I was just eating for the first 25 days of Ramadan. So be it. Whatever happened. Forget about it. You can't cry over spilled milk, right? Whatever is gone is gone. It's the past. Think about it today, this moment, right now, from tonight. What am I going to do? Am I going to change? Yes, inshallah. Inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all tawfiq. Inshallah, we have a few minutes for sunnah. Jazakumullah khairan. Wa akhir da'wana. Alhamdulillah. Rabbil alameen.